This is an audio recording of an award lecture presented at the 2022 Annual Meeting of the American Society for Biochemistry and Molecular Biology. Thank you. Thank you so very much, uh, Judy, for such a very nice introduction. Uh, really, I'm uh, deeply honored uh, to be here to give a, a presentation like this one, and uh, very grateful for society, uh, SBMB. So, uh, as Judy mentioned, um, our lab's interest uh, has been a chromatin-based mechanism in gene uh, uh, regulation and pathogenesis. And um, this slide uh, needs no introduction. You have heard a lot about chromatin and genes during the past three days. And essentially, um, different chromatin regions in our genome um, are not all the same. They're variable uh, due to a set of a molecular mechanism, including DNA methylation, um, covalent, covalent modification of histone proteins, chromatin remodeling, and uh, uh, histone variants, uh, and et cetera. So as shown here um, on the left side uh, in red, uh, uh, which is the trimethylation of histone H3, lysine 27, and at a gene regulatory region, such as promoter and enhanced regions, uh, this uh, histone modification H3, K27 trimethylation is associated with uh, uh, gene uh, repression. And uh, the same side can also be potentially acylated but uh, H3K27 acylation is really associated with gene activation. So very interestingly, we have a, a pair of uh, uh, chemical mods at the same histone site. I'll come back to this point later. And um, uh, there, there's a, a lot of uh, uh, biochemistry uh, in the world of uh, chromatin. Uh, you know this well. Um, uh, essentially, the pattern of chromatin modification is established by the enzymes, the so-called epigenetic writers and uh, erasers. Uh, in addition, there's actually a third of a class of a chromatin uh, factors termed, uh, termed as chromatin readers, which can bind to chromatin modification in a specific, specific manner. And involved uh, in translation of uh, chromatin modification into the downstream events, such as transcriptional uh, activation or repression, uh, the interest of our laboratory. And because of, uh, chromatin regulates uh, numerous aspects of cellular and developmental biology, its misregulation often lead to human disease. Um, and a direct sequencing of uh, a sample from human cancer patients uh, has already identified a recurrent mutation in the gene, uh, I mean, a wide range of gene encoding for chromatin enzymes, remodelers, and even histone genes uh, themselves. Um, in a more recent review, um, a post uh, uh, fellow uh, in our lab, Shaijiao, uh, teamed together with uh, Dave Alice, um, uh, and we wrote a review uh, to summarize different aspects of uh, chromatin deregulations in human disease, which again uh, cover those for uh, chromatin enzymes and uh, uh, remodelers, uh, including you know writer reader and uh, uh, erasers, uh, oncohistones, and the deregulation of uh, uh, cellular metabolism and uh, the three di the, uh, three dimensions dimensional uh, structure of a chromatin um, architecture, uh, for example, the chromatin looping. Uh, and I'm going to uh, briefly touch on this during the second part of my talk. I want to use these slides because, um, as Judy mentioned, Devas uh, uh, is my formal postdoc trainee, and he had a huge 
uh, influence on my uh, career and the research I'm still doing, uh, uh, carry on today. And this slide pretty much covers um, uh, the, the research interest of our lab. We're uh, very much uh, interested in, uh, in dissecting the fundamentals of chromatin biology. Uh, we aim to understand the human disease caused by chromatin uh, misregulations. Uh, we develop an epigenetic inhibitor leading to the new therapeutics. So uh, for the rest of uh, 20 minutes or so, I'm going to um, uh, share with you a couple of stories we just recently published, uh, which also sort of point to the future direction of our laboratory. So under the first uh, uh, research theme, we, we studied into H3K27 trauma lesion. As I mentioned earlier, it is a histone modification associated with gene repression. And uh, there's um, a wealth of literature, uh, and I won't be able to go into, but a, a brief overview of uh, the, the classical model is following. Uh, the mark H3K27 trauma lesion is written by uh, the enzymatic complex called PRC2. And, uh, the, and this mark then can be recognized by the chromatin domain uh, within the uh, PR, uh, CBX proteins of P, uh, uh, another complex called PRC1. And then PRC1 can induce uh, mononucleation of H2A. And uh, was, um, then, uh, more recently, it was also shown to uh, induce uh, the, the, the general chromatin compaction via a phenomenon called a liquid-liquid facturation. So um, this is a classic view. Uh, the question we were asking is, uh, is, is this all? Uh, in other words, is the functional readout of uh, H3K27 translation is only achieved through this pathway? And uh, obviously, the answer is no. Uh, we recently have identified a totally new uh, readout pathway in mammalian cells. Uh, this work uh, was uh, uh, performed by a former postdoc Hui Tao Fan in collaboration with Ji Kui Song, a structural biologist at uh, Riverside, California. So we identify um, a, a, a conserved motif uh, called a BH or BAR uh, within a protein uh, uh, BAR-CC1. Uh, which can specifically recognize H3K27 traumatization. Uh, initially, we, uh, the reason uh, we, we were interested in this uh, fairly less studied regulator, um, BASIC1, is simply because uh, it, 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 this is a gene um, is often show, um, show up uh, uh, with a feature uh, of a uh, super enhancer. And consistently, the gene BASIC1 uh, shows aberrant uh, overexpression among a range of uh, hematological cancer uh, compared to normal cells, and a knockdown of basis one lead to the severe defects in tumor cell proliferating, uh, indicating it is a critical oncoprotein. And at the same time, uh, the protein is really less studied and uh, huge. Uh, pretty much nothing was known about uh, this protein when we started the project. So um, the question is uh, how to quickly link the protein uh, function and a motif uh, to its biological question in cells. So we came across a um, guard RNA-based scanning approach initially developed by Chris Vakoch at Codeine Spring Harbor, uh, 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 shown here by this paper. So a long story short, uh, using this approach, we identified several protein regions within uh, this big protein basis one to be critical for cancer cell proliferation, including um, the C-terminal uh, con conserved BH domain or bar domain. Uh, BH stands for um, 
homology, uh, sorry, uh, Bromo uh, adjacent homology domain uh, and belongs to a, a super family of protein motifs, some of which can uh, bind to histone modification. So um, uh, we, we basically purified the recombinant protein of this small domain and tested out its histone binding activity through the histone peptide array. And very excitingly, um, as shown here um, at the bottom, we found uh, this domain uh, had a specific interaction with peptide with H3K27 translation, as shown here by this uh, strong um, dark dots. Um, this specific interaction to H3K27 translation can be verified by individual um, peptide pull-down analysis. And more importantly, um, our structure collaborator, Ji Kui, went ahead and solved the co-crystal structure of this um, bar domain of BASIS1 in complex with histone peptide um, with H3K27 translation. And on the left side, you can uh, appreciate the side chain of H3K27 translation uh, is engaged by this classic, uh, we call it aromatic cage. And this structure is um, very conserved across different species. And on the top is for the mouse um, protein sequences. And at the bottom, uh, the enumeration refers to the human protein sequences. And on the right side, we also see um, a more extensive interaction between the reader uh, uh, motif and uh, the histone back backbone. And mutating um, other one, any of this caging residue into uh, alanine uh, totally abolished their interaction to H3K27 traumatization in vitro. And um, such a requirement is also um, uh, true uh, in the cells. Uh, we're using the gene editing to mutate some of uh, this um, caging residue in cells and found the interaction between the full-length uh, BASIC1 protein and H3K27 translation is also greatly um, diminished here, as you can see. Um, by CHIP-SIC, uh, we found a significant co-localization between the reader protein BASIC1 and K27 translation. And here is some uh, typical uh, targeted gene for this pathway, uh, polycomb pathway, uh, and H3K27 translation. To really understand uh, uh, what is the biological function uh, of BASIC1, we turn to uh, the biochemical approach and purified the, the, the basis and associated protein, and from which we consistently identify uh, the histone deacylase, uh, or HDAC. And uh, here on the left side, I'm uh, just show you some verif verification co-IP results. As you can see, basis one interact with HDAC1 and a couple of um, HDAC1 associated uh, cofactor. Um, and it does not form complex with PRC2. So suddenly we start to realize um, uh, the way how things works is actually um, the H3K27 translation is written by PRC2 and then can be recognized by a, a conservative bar domain of this gigantic protein, BASIC1, which then uh, further recruit uh, HDAC complex for histone deacylation. And we know this is gonna be very important because histone deacylation, as you know, uh, is, not, is not only important for initiating the down regulation of gene ex extraction pattern in the first place, but it's also very important for ensuring uh, gene silencing more stably. To um, really test out this model, we, we really need our two uh, disrupt this interaction interface between the reader domain and H3K27 traumatization. That's exactly what we have done. As I mentioned earlier, uh, we have already generated the uh, cell uh, with engineered mutation at the, this 
cage residue can disrupt uh, this interaction interface. And by RNA sequencing uh, to compare um, the cell with the reader domain mutation to their respective control cell, uh, we consistently, um, as you can see, we utilize different mutation. We consistently found uh, the, this uh, severe defects of gene derepression. And this gene show derepression uh, are those genes we know for many years to be silenced by polycomb pathway and H3K27 translation. So suffice to say, um, we, we now have a more complete view as to how H3K27 translation lead to gene repression. On the uh, left side, I show you, sorry, on the right side, I show you uh, this well-established uh, pathway uh, in which H3K27 translation is recognized by uh, the chromatin domain of uh, uh, CBX protein within PSU one, which then uh, can lead to H2A bicarbonation and uh, chromatin compaction via fast separation. And on the left side, um, we identify a totally new sensing pathway in which K27 traumatization is sensed by uh, the conserved biodomain of, uh, of BASIC1, uh, uh, which ultimately lead to uh, the removal of histone acylation. So what is intriguing here is um, this two pathway uh, actually utilize a totally different molecular pathway for gene uh, repression, as you can see, either histone deacylation or H2A or chromatin general com compaction, uh, which then indicate this uh, two pathway can potentially coexist, cooperate, or even synergize for gene silencing. So we right now uh, are dissecting the details. We're probably also at the very beginning of understanding um, this new pathway, because besides BASIS1 uh, in mammalian cells, there are other biodomain-containing protein, including this much shorter um, but, but, but uh, uh, conserved protein called uh, uh, BART1, uh, which also have a C-terminal biodomain that can specific, specifically recognize H3K27 translation. And we have a limited time, so I just uh, want, want to mention um, we, we show BART1 also engage H3K27 translation in the cells. Uh, it uh, uh, form a stable complex with uh, the HDAX in the cell as well. And here uh, is a model. If you're interested, uh, please you know, refer to this uh, publication of our lab. So um, as a short summary of um, Part one in mammalian cells, uh, besides this canonical pathway um, related to PRCU1, uh, the functional readout of uh, H3K27 traumatization can be achieved through uh, a different mechanism, uh, namely the two bartomain containing protein uh, I have shown you, BART1 and BASIS1. And biochemically, they form the stable complex with HDAX, and this is very important for gene repression. And um, we also generated uh, uh, the bar domain knocking mice um, on either one of this gene and, and found uh, uh, this mutant mice actually uh, have uh, the severe developmental phenotype. So this is to say the balance of this sensing pathway is absolutely critical. On one side, the loss function mutations such as bar domain knocking mice show the uh, developmental defects. And uh, on the other side is the gain function mutations such as the overexpression of BASIS1 um, uh, in leukemia, uh, which is uh, the reason we uh, started this protein in the first place, actually can be oncogenic. And more broadly, uh, we're very excited by this pathway because it provides a very nice molecular explanation as to the functional uh, antagonism between H3K27 traumatization and histone acylation. As I mentioned earlier, uh, the relative level of this two chemical modification on the semi-histone site is very important for determining 
uh, the chromatin states and therefore for determining uh, cellular identity during development, which often misregulated in uh, human disease such as cancer. And um, uh, on the right side, I uh, show you uh, one of the image we uh, submitted to a journal for um, a cover competition. Of course, we didn't win the competition, uh, but it's always nice to, uh, to show like uh, the event like this. And uh, here we refer this protein domain as the, the barcode readers. Uh, before I move on to the second part, I just want to mention uh, uh, during uh, the publication and the study of our, pro uh, our work, um, the colleagues from the, the plant biology field uh, have one and uh, have also looking into their plant biology system and have, uh, have found a couple of uh, plant specific protein with um, the conserved bar domain, uh, just like uh, the mammalian uh, ocelog. And so this sensing pathway is uh, uh, evolutionally conserved across different species from fungi, plant, to animals. Um, and for, for the second part, um, I'm going to talk about uh, uh, hematological cancer caused by uh, the gene aberration um, uh, on the uh, nuclear pollen protein, nupin-98. Um, so yesterday, uh, there's actually a whole session talk about this new protein and uh, their biophysical feature. So some additional background. Uh, so normally, uh, the Y-type nupin-98 shown here on the top uh, is a component of the nuclear pore complex or MPC under nuclear envelope, and, uh, and MPC basically uh, traffics the protein and RNA in and out of nucleus. So what happened in uh, a subset of a human uh, hematological cancer patient is that um, the N-terminal segment of uh, this, this gene, uh, uh, nupin 98 uh, is fused to one of its fusion partners, many of which uh, are either transcription factor, uh, such as nupin 98 hoxane 9 I show you here on the top, or uh, the chromatin-associated proteins, um, uh, uh, several proteins here in the middle. And we know this uh, nupin uh, 98 fusion protein for now uh, over two decades. We also know um, there are really drivers for uh, uh, oncogenesis in vivo and in the patients. So um, what has been a, a real, real puzzle uh, to the field is what exactly is the role for the N-terminal uh, uh, segment of nupin 98 uh, As you can see here, um, there are uh, 38 uh, the, uh, the so-called uh, uh, phyllanine and glycine-rich motif. Uh, they're basically intrinsically disordered regions, the so-called IDR. And this work was um, performed by uh, another lab hero uh, in the lab, um, John N, in collaboration with Dirk Van Steele and uh, uh, Wes Ligand from UNC. So what John uh, found is the N-terminal protein region of nucleotide can induce uh, a phenomenon called liquid-liquid uh, fast separation. So he showed this uh, phenomenon by a series of different experiments, and uh, for the due to the limited time, I'm only going to talk about two of uh, his results. First, in vitro, um, uh, he uh, using the purified protein of nupin 98, um, he, he he found that the protein actually uh, can uh, induce the formation of uh, the protein droplet, as you can see here, uh, in the uh, in the concentration dependent manner. And also, such protein condensate formation uh, is also relying on uh, the number of uh, this uh, this random and uh, the disorganized uh, protein motifs, the FG repeats, as you can see. Uh, the less for the number of uh, the F 
FG repeats in, in the protein, uh, it, uh, the unlikely the, uh, uh, we, we can observe the protein condensate formation. And also uh, in cells, we uh, see the, the protein droplet of nupin-98-HOXA9 in the nucleus. And also uh, uh, through the live imaging, we see uh, several of the uh, smaller uh, protein uh, droplets can merge together uh, to, to make a, a single but much bigger uh, protein droplet in the nucleus. And all of these are classic features for liquid-liquid fast separation. And uh, early on um, uh, during this conference, uh, there's a whole section uh, talk about uh, uh, fast separation. And, uh, and here I just want to say um, uh, fast separation-mediated protein-protein interaction is very different from the uh, sort of a lock and key model for traditional protein-protein interaction. Um, uh, it, it really relies on a set of weak but a multivalent uh, in interaction which form a very dynamic and fluid interaction within the protein condensate. Um, as you can appreciate, a lot of this nupin-indiate uh, fusion protein are really a transcription factor. Um, they have this unstructured domain on, uh, on one side and then they have this very defined domain for uh, DNA binding. Uh, so th this essentially transcription factors. So the question we ask, what exactly the role for fast separation by this um, transcription factors or TFs regarding their gene and uh, chromatin regulatory function? To do that, um, John created um, a, a fast separation defective mutant by uh, mutating all of this phylladenine to um, the serine. Basically, we change the, uh, the, the, uh, the hydrophobic residue into hydrophilic residue. And uh, he verified such point mutation really disrupt the fast separation property of nupin-88-HOXA9, this transcription factor in the nucleus. And he also used other uh, mutation strategy. And I won't be able to go into the detail uh, due to the limited time. And we basically ap apply a, a pair of what we call the fast separation competent transcription factor and um, um, uh, the fast separation defective uh, TFs uh, to the following studies. And uh, we have uh, established the role of fast separation by transcription factor uh, in several very interesting biological phenomena, uh, including the super-enhanced binding by transcription factor to the genomic target, uh, such as super-enhancers, and also the, the chromatin looping formation between promoter and enhanced regions. And, uh, and uh, with the rest of the uh, three minutes, let me walk you through the data. So uh, uh, first we found the fast separation by transcription factor is required for uh, the enhanced binding to their genomic target. What you're looking here is the chip sequencing study uh, of nupinated HOXA9. Uh, and uh, this gene are uh, classic oncogenic gene, uh, either HOX gene on the left side or PPX3 genes. And if you compare um, the, the second line, which refers to the fast separation a competent transcription factor to the third line, which is fast separation defective uh, 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 transcription factor, you can instantly appreciate uh, the fast separation can induce um, uh, the binding of this transcription factor to uh, this gene locus. And the enhancement of uh, binding by, by fast separation can also be uh, verified by another approach in which we used a chemical called 1,6-hexodil. And this is a chemical that can dissolve protein condensate in the cells. As you can see here, uh, treatment of cell by um, this compound dramatically uh, reduced the uh, nupin-98-HOXA9 binding to this, uh, to this genomic lo loci. And such a uh, phenomenon can further be verified at a genome-wide level. As you can see on the left side, um, 
for the fast separation competent transcription factor, the overall binding to the genome by this uh, transcription factor is very much sensitive to uh, the hex due treatment, as you can see here. And again, this chemical dissolves the condensate formation uh, in the nucleus. And on the right side, uh, and for the fast separation defective transcription factor, its overall binding to the genome is pretty much insensitive to the exactly same chemical treatment. So by, uh, by using both genetic and uh, pharmacological approach, we effectively demonstrate um, uh, the, uh, the enhanced binding by nucleotide hexane uh, to the genome is really because of uh, fast separation property. And also, uh, fast separation of uh, a chromatin factor has been suggested to alter the chromatin structure um, based on um, the model uh, by the expert, uh, uh, for example, um, uh, Rick Young and others. So um, we then applied the high C um, based mapping approach to the exactly paired cell uh, we have been using. Um, and, uh, and we found uh, the transcription factor fast separation can induce the chromatin looping between uh, promoter and enhancers. And uh, what you're looking here on the left side is the PPX3 genes. As you can see, uh, there are several strong binding sites by nucleotide hoxa 9 here and here. And meanwhile, um, the chromatin loops are formed by be between uh, this um, uh, binding sites. And this is a transcription factor that can uh, fast separate. And over the other side of a diagonal, uh, which refers to the fast separation defective mutant, you can see uh, these loops cannot be formed. And this looping formation have, has nothing to do with CTCF, which you know uh, is a, a classic chromatin looping factor because CTCF binding uh, do not exist here um, when we uh, do the chip sequence for CTCF. Uh, and a similar phenomenon uh, can be observed at uh, other oncogenic locus, for example, the Hux uh, locus um, uh, on the right side. Um, so together, um, uh, fast separation by transcription factor can induce CTCF independent chromatin looping between promoter and enhancers. I, uh, I also want to mention the much enhanced binding by transcription factor and the chromatin looping between target gene promoter and enhancers are both uh, associated with transcription activation at the target gene. And many of this target gene are oncogenic related in the case of nucleotide HOXA9. I also want to mention uh, the acquisition of the super, uh, uh, super enhanced fat suppression property by this transcription factor is absolutely required for cancer development uh, in vivo. And here, um, we actually used a, a swapping strategy uh, in which we um, uh, replace the RDR region of nucleotide with um, RDR from a RNA binding protein, uh, FAS, which uh, the field showed to be um, uh, uh, to, uh, to, that can uh, fast separate. And I won't be able to go into the detail, but this is a paper just published recently. As a summary for uh, part two, um, uh, we show uh, acquisition of IDR, um, this transcription factor, um, this cancer-associated uh, uh, gene fusion um, and, uh, and the fusion protein acquire a strong property for fast separation. And this is a gain function mutation. And the consequence um, uh, have a, uh, is it's multifold. Uh, on one side, the dramatically enhanced gen genomic targeting of this transcription factor. And on the other side, um, it, it can also uh, alter the chromatin organization at the target 
oncogenesis site, uh, uh, as you can uh, see here. And we're very excited by um, this model because um, it can potentially more broadly apply to many cancers. Um, uh, in many different cancers, um, we know a long list of uh, fusion protein. Uh, uh, the the uh, uh, structural feature of this fusion protein are very much reminiscent to nucleotide HOXA9. On one side, it has RDR. On the other hand, uh, it has uh, folded protein that can bind uh, DNA or chromatin. So uh, we're very excited by the future directions. So with that, I want to conclude with acknowledgement uh, uh, for the people who actually did uh, this work in, in our lab. And again, uh, they're highlighted here. Uh, a big shout out for uh, um, uh, my great collaborators, as Judy mentioned, and also the research uh, is funded by um, uh, this, uh, this agent listed here. I uh, stop here, uh, very uh, deeply honored. Thank you a lot for your attention. We hope you have enjoyed this lecture. It was recorded in April 2022 in Philadelphia at the ASBMB annual meeting, held in conjunction for the final time with the Experimental Biology Conference. In 2023, the ASBMB annual meeting will be held in Seattle. Learn more at discoverbnb.asbmb.org.